live the next chapter of your life on your terms. Stay tuned for the latest on retirement planning, tax strategies, and other financial news to grow your nest egg. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller, powered by Mueller Retirement Planning. Let's get this party started, huh? Hey there, welcome. Thanks for joining us on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker, and every week I get together with Sean Mueller to talk to you about getting you ready for retirement. Now, a lot of times that's just investing now or how to properly use your 401k or IRA or some of the tools out there. Sometimes it's talking about when you make that transition, how to use government programs like Medicare or Social Security. But anything it takes, that's the whole purpose of this show, get you ready for retirement and Sean Mueller welcome back to the show how's it going it is going great a little uh, snowy outside but we're dealing with it well it is winter that's what happens yeah but I want to start with uh, I, I don't like this term but I think it's useful it's called peak 65 and what that means is uh, we've been talking about ever since the baby boomers hit 65 you know the sort of default retirement age you, you got to start Medicare and things like that uh, we've had it started out about 10,000 baby boomers every day turning 65 well now that number is a little bit above 11,000 but it's plateaued off so what we what we've seen this dubbed as is peak 65 you know kind of like peak oil or peak interest or peak whatever uh, but what it means is right now, millions of Americans, about 4.1 million baby boomers this year will be turning 65 and have to make some of these huge decisions about Medicare, about Social Security, about if you haven't retired already, when are you going to retire? Because you might want to start buckling it down if you hadn't done it by age 65. So what's your thoughts, Sean, on peak 65? Well, 65 is really one of the most popular ages when it comes to retirees because as you were talking about it's it's you're at one of those ages where yes you're eligible for social security that started when you were 62 uh, you're not quite at full retirement age when it comes to social security but then medicare kicks in and that's usually what stops a lot of folks from retiring usually around that age 62 to 65 is because they're going to have to, for the most part, cover their health insurance. So they're waiting until age 65 till they're able to get on Medicare. Uh, so it is a huge age. And like you said, we have over 4 million Americans this year turning 65 and they have to go, all right, do I want to retire now and turn on you know, my Social Security potentially? Uh, start collecting uh, Medicare. Is it feasible? So you got to understand, you know, you got to have a plan. What are you going to do with that 401k? How are you going to invest it? How are you going to generate that income? Uh, but it's a huge age. And I would say it's, it is really the most popular age where folks, you know, when they come in and sit down, they go, you know what, I, I think 65 is the age where I'm really planning on retiring. So when we talk about uh, peak 65 and, and when you hit that milestone, there's a lot of people that may not understand that if you don't make a decision about Medicare, you're making a decision about Medicare. And w explain what that means in, in pragmatic terms. Yeah, for Medicare Part A, that's free for most Americans. So those folks that continue to work, uh, you could still sign up for Medicare, get your Part A, that's hospitalization. So things are covered there. 
Uh, for those other folks that choose to continue to work uh, but are getting health insurance through their employers, that's when you're talking about Medicare Part B. And what folks normally do, uh, for the most part, when they're 65, they want to continue to work. Uh, they might choose to, to still sign up for Medicare Part B and but continue to get health insurance through their employer. Their employer uh, health insurance can either be uh, the primary uh, or the secondary, and then Medicare will be the primary or secondary, depending on how that employer's health insurance is set up. So that's something that a lot of folks do. But if you're somebody that you're not covered under your employer's health insurance and you do not sign up for Medicare Part B when you're 65, you can start getting penalized. And every year you delay not signing up for it, you can get an additional 10% added to your Medicare premiums permanently. It does not go away. That is a permanent raise. So you got to understand these rules. You got to understand what you plan on doing at age 65. Sit down with a professional so we can go over all these things. So you really do have a permanent, permanent record. record. Principal <laughs> used to threaten you with it or your teacher is going to go on your permanent record. And that, yeah. was, that wasn't a real thing, but apparently Medicare really does have that. You just got to be careful. And a lot of folks, they're a little confused by it because, you know, some of those folks plan on continuing to work past 65. And what it looks like more and more folks actually continue to work past 65. We're living a little longer. So your retirement's going to be a little longer. So you might want to work an additional few years. But, uh, you know, over the last few years, when we had a, a couple of rough years in the stock market, you add inflation on top of that. Maybe you don't have enough 401k assets to last, so you're just working an additional couple of years. Maybe you're trying to collect a larger Social Security, so you're going to wait, delay that till 67 or 70. You just don't want to retire quite yet. All right, we're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, uh, getting you ready f to cross that important retirement milestone at age 65. If you have any questions, 248-988-9696, the website MuellerRetirementPlanning.com, 248-988-9696. And another age 65 news item I saw for you, Sean, uh, the, it was kind of a big story in the business world. Al Gore is being forced out of Apple's board, not because he says the planet have a flavor, but they have a weird rule in Apple that if you're on the board of directors, you are pushed out at age 75. They have an age based restriction. Now, uh, for some people, you're saying, hey, isn't it illegal to discriminate against someone based on their age? And what they're talking about is the Age Discrimination Employment Act. But when you go look it up, yes, it does apply to all companies that are have 20 or more employees. But there's an exception in that law. And I didn't know that until this Al Gore story that you can let companies set a retirement age for anyone 65 or older if they're an executive. So the C-suite guys can be discriminated against for their age. Uh, tell me a little bit more about this, Sean. Yeah, it's very interesting because, uh, you know, age-based discrimination, I know a lot of folks feel it, you know, in their employers. Maybe, you know, you're here in, uh, in Michigan, in Detroit area, and you're working for, you know, one of the big three, and they start making cuts, and you're like, well, I'm I'm close to that retirement age. They're probably coming after me first. So it, it's a sensitive subject when you're talking about that. Uh, it's a very interesting topic because, like you said, I mean, we always thought, hey, it's it's discrimination. You can't just uh, fire or let somebody go if if they're you know 75 years old. But I guess in certain circumstances, you can. Um, if they have 20 or more employees, There's, I read another thing on this 
basically if you're an executive in one circumstance, uh, your retirement benefits are going to be at least $44,000 per year. So there's a few parameters that they do um, add to some of these things. Uh, but it, I mean, it is a discussion to have. Uh, I know a lot of us feel like in Congress and that when you're talking about politics, there should be something as far as term limits or age, because, the, you know, we see these people, especially in the Supreme Court, they're, I mean, they're in their mid 80s and they're still making decisions that are going to affect you know, all Americans for, for many of years to come. So, you know, the question is, how old is too old to be to be operating um, under these certain certain positions? You know, whether you're a surgeon, a doctor, a lawyer, a pilot, something like that. At what point uh, is it age discrimination? You got to say, look, you guys might not be able to keep up anymore. Do you see a lot of this and uh, getting away from the statistics? I'm just talking mm -hmm. about in the, the anecdotal human cases that come through Mueller retirement planning. I do as far as when it comes to the big three and they're they're going to start making layoffs and that it usually for the most part it will start hitting those you know 60 65 years old um and then when it comes to buyouts too obviously when they're they're going to say look it, you're you're pretty close to retirement we're going to look to to buy you out you know you can take this lump sum roll that into an IRA this is what it's going to look like so yes we do see it and you know, it can be scary for a lot of folks because let's just say you're 62 or 63 years old. All of a sudden you got you got laid off and you know you only have maybe potentially two or three more years that you want to continue to work potentially. And, you know, most employers kind of know that you're 63 years old. There's not a lot of people looking for a 63 year old knowing they're only going to be there for a couple of years. So it can be a very sticky situation. That is one of the reasons why we stress so much. If you're 55 and you do not have a retirement plan, it is time to sit down with a professional because you need to be prepared for these type of situations. I was recently talking with a lady and we had a meeting the next day she had called me and she called me crying and she said, I can't believe it. I got laid off. I got fired. Uh, and I was like, well, that is why you needed a plan many years ago. You know, she's in her 60s now. She didn't have a plan for being laid off. Now she's all upset. But it's like, look, if we had a plan put together, if you came to me uh, a few years back, we could have prepared for this. What happens in the event you get laid off? Can you make it? So, you know, take that stress away from what if and then actually getting a plan so you could see where your income's coming in. Uh, you could see, you know, what your assets might look like as you continue to age. So when you are making that plan, you're getting into six, the guy listening to us like, oh, that applies to me. What all questions does he need to get answers to? Well, he needs to figure out what you're going to do with your 401k, how you're going to have that 401k or IRA vested. How are you going to generate enough income to survive and live the lifestyle you want, making sure that income can continue to increase outpacing inflation. Inflation has been pretty bad over the last three years. Uh, you know, you can argue with how they calculate it and all of that. It, it's still going to be high for, for the next couple of years. And you, you just got to understand how to protect those assets as well. Uh, what 
happens if an 08 happens or, or uh, just even if it's just a small recession and, and the market goes down and maybe it's two or three year time frame where we're really not getting any returns off your money, but you're still taking income off of that money. So you have to prepare for that. Uh, what is going to happen if you go into a long-term care facility? Can you actually afford it? Should you have some form of protection against that as well? So these are all the things that you need to ask and be prepared for. And that is what we're going to help you do here at Mueller Retirement Planning. All right, Sean Mueller, Mueller Retirement Planning. If they're interested in getting you to help them answer all these questions, how do they start? Yeah, uh, you can go uh, and give us a call at 248-988-9696. You could set up an appointment there. You can also text book, B-O-O-K. We will give you a free copy of my book, uh, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise, where we talk about all these things. We're talking about pensions and social security, different forms of income in retirement, all of that stuff. Again, you could text book, B-O-O-K, to 248-988-9696. We'll send you a free copy. After you read it, call us back, get on the books, set that first appointment, quit hitting the snooze button on your retirement and start planning for it now. All right, that's Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning. I'm James Parker. We'll be right back with more Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, that's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. There's different tiers of money. Have your basic tiers, your savings accounts. We're not really looking for that necessarily to make money. Other tiers, maybe a CD or a fixed annuity in there. You want to make sure you have other things in there offsetting the overall risk in your portfolio. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And one thing I absolutely despise with the hot, hot heat of a thousand suns is taxes. I don't like any part of it. I definitely don't like giving up my money, but even the process by which you get there, I don't like dealing with all the forms. I don't like keeping up with the, the W-2s or 1099s or all these other uh, forms that get sent to me. You know, I'm self-employed, so there's like a, a whole extra layer of hassle to keep up with it. I don't like deadlines. I don't like the whole process. 
And to let you know how bad it's gotten, the IRS is sending out over 8 billion pages and forms and instructions this year to help people get their taxes filled and already have a full-time job. I'm plenty busy. I don't need to be doing the IRS's job, but I don't really have uh, a choice. And on top of that, I'm a procrastinator, so I like to put things off to the last minute. So taxes are just a big barrel of no fun for me. But I have learned that in order to, to deal with my natural tax aversion, there's some smart things that you can do outside of tax season to make this whole thing go a little bit smoother and, and taking on a little bit burden, just taking a look at your taxes outside of tax season can really make a big difference when January rolls around and there's some of these changes that it's too late to make. Absolutely. And everybody's going to be in a little bit different boat, like for yourself, being self-employed and that, you know, there's documents that you're going to have to, you know, slowly get together. That way you're just a little bit more organized. And like you said, not procrastinate to the last minute because then you're just basically overwhelmed. And if you're self-employed, you got to keep track of car miles, uh, you know, maybe things you bought for the office, things like that. You really got to start gathering and you don't want to wait to the last minute. But for a lot of folks, uh, you can start looking at uh, potentially uh, tax loss harvesting just maybe to save a little bit in taxes. Maybe you have a, a larger capital gain and you want to uh, offset that with some tax loss harvesting. You can start looking at that. Start looking at what your overall taxable income may be, seeing that you have a better idea now that we're more than halfway through the year here and start considering doing some Roth conversions. If you're getting distributions out of your IRAs, you want to just double check how much you're withholding in taxes on those distributions. And sometimes folks don't even realize that they're not withholding taxes on those. And then when it comes tax season, all of a sudden they they owe you know X amount in taxes and they're like, wait, I already paid taxes on this. And then it turns out they weren't really withholding taxes on their IRA distributions. So these are just a few things to start getting in order, start taking a look at because it's going to save you in the long run. One of the things I've, I've noticed people are surprised about is they're surprised they still have to pay taxes after they retire. They say, look, I don't have a job. I don't have any earned income. Why the heck do I still have a tax bill? Why do I even have to file taxes? But uh, most people do. Wouldn't that be great? Never have to file taxes again. That'd be amazing. But uh, yeah, you know, a lot of people get surprised because, uh, you know, those those traditional IRAs, those 401ks, whatever account it is, you know, you name it, TSPs, 403Bs, you're waiting to a later date to pay taxes on it. They're tax deferred accounts. And when you start withdrawing off of those, your income is taxed just as if you had actual income coming in when you were working. It's taxed dollar for dollar. And it's a little bit easier because when you're a W-2 employee, uh, you know, your employer is basically withholding the taxes for you. You don't even have to really think about it. But when you're withdrawing off of those retirement accounts, you, you better start thinking about it because if you're not withholding enough, then you're going to have a tax bill during tax season. All right. So anything we can do to get uh, these tax bills down, I want to learn all the tricks. I want to learn all the tips. Uh, and you can just cut the line. You don't have to wait for us to magically say it one weekend on the radio. You can call Sean. You can, If you have a question you're thinking of right now, you can call him 248-988-9696. Go to MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. And something else I'm keeping my eye on as far as taxes are, and I'm sure you are too, is the, the Tax Cut and Jobs Act, the, the big Trump tax cuts from 2017. It was the biggest change in tax laws in 30 years, but it's set to expire 
in 2025 or at the end of 2025. So this sounded like a long time away when this was passed years ago, five years ago or whatever. But we're getting really close to that deadline. And if nothing else happens, it looks like our taxes are going to go up. Yeah, definitely looks that way. Uh, if anything, I would assume they would just kick the can and, and who knows, they could extend it another couple of years. But I think we all agree. And when you come to an event and, and things like that, we, we always ask people, you know, what do you where do you think your taxes are going to be in the next 20 years? And 99.9% of folks raise their hand and say taxes will be higher. We have so much debt. We have so many social programs. And once you implement these social programs, they don't take them away. They just will continue uh, and put money into them, whether they're successful or not. And to your point, in the end of 2025, the Tax Cuts and Jobs Act of 2017 is set to sunset. And where it sits now, it seems like that's going to be the case. Um, So if you want to learn more, guess what? We make it very easy. You can email me. You can call me. You can ask me, you can come to an event. We're more than happy to go over these things with you and have conversations. If you're not looking at putting money in a Roth IRA and you haven't done so yet, Roth IRAs will grow tax-free. So you definitely want to start entertaining, uh, creating this tax-free bucket. And if you don't know what accounts are going to be taxed, what way they will be taxed, whether it's a 401k or an IRA, you need to understand the tax consequences of all of these different accounts. Because it might it might be in your best interest to start entertaining some Roth conversions, getting these taxes off the table now while you still have a chance. What we like to say is they're on sale right now. So start uh, trimming off of those traditional IRAs and those 401ks. Sometimes you just got to suck it up and pay the tax now for the better good of the future where you're not going to be paying on those Roth IRAs. Well, when you have the Roth contribution limits, it, you know, if your income is above a certain level, they don't even allow you to make direct contributions, but they still allow that Roth conversion. And I like the term backdoor Roth because it lets you know that it, it, this is almost like a loophole. Now, this is all above board. There's no gray area here. This is black and white. This is totally legal. This is just you taking advantage of some of the fine print in the tax code that I don't think most people know about. Yeah. To your point, there is a limit when you're doing Roth contributions. A lot of folks get Roth contributions and Roth conversions confused. They, they are totally different. A Roth contribution, depending on your income limit, you can put monies, you, uh, you can contribute into a Roth IRA. So depending on your age, it could be 7000 or up to $7,500 that you're making Roth contributions. Now, when you're doing conversions, Roth conversions, you can do as much as you want. It doesn't matter but you just have to be careful when you're doing it. And also remember, when you do a Roth conversion, you're paying tax on that in the year you're doing that conversion. So just understand the consequences of doing that because everybody's going to be a little bit different. Some folks, they're going to do a a Roth conversion, maybe a 5,000, others 50,000. Some might not do it at all, depending on your overall uh, tax bracket and if it makes sense for you. So just consult a professional, Make sure you have all of these things checked out uh, and, and get some real advice. You know, I know a lot of folks just they want to be do it yourselfers and and all of that, which is fine. Uh, but you don't know what you don't know. And when you start making these mistakes, you can't turn it back. All right. We're talking with Sean Mueller from Mueller Retirement Planning, 248-988-9696. The website is MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. 
Uh, taxes, that's something that's covered in these events coming up. Do y'all have a little section laid out for that? We do. We definitely talk about taxes. We talk about Roth conversions. We talk about uh, other forms of tax-free income as well. All right. So uh, we'll continue talking about taxes because this next segment, we're going to continue the same mission as this segment. We're going to fill your head full of information to make sure you pay as little in taxes as possible. Uh, That's my goal. That's Sean's goal. Hopefully that's your goal. And we'll continue with that up next on Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Want to make 2024 the year you were more financially savvy? Or maybe you just need to dust off the books and get a financial tune-up. To schedule your complimentary visit with Sean, text VISIT to 248-988-9696. That's VISIT to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right Pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right Pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take Retire Right with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, that's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. Errors when you're playing a game means, oh no, you're going to lose. Errors when you're talking about your finances means thousands of dollars. Yeah, you don't want to just throw away thousands of dollars, flush it down the toilet and just give it to the government and let them kind of blow it on frivolous stuff. Yeah, you know what? I think they get enough of my money, Sean. I believe they probably do and I feel the same way. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey, welcome back. You're listening to Retire Rights with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. And in this financial show, we're taking a focus on taxes right now because, you know, it's it's um, easy to see in the professional sports world that in the offseason, you do a lot of work. And then when the season rolls around, it pays off. Of course, you're going to work hard during the season. But when you have a, a halfback that's trying to cross the goal line and he gets hit with the linebacker, it really comes down to who did more squats in the offseason. And there is sort of a, you know, some metaphor, but there is a parallel in the financial planning world to where what happens during tax season, a lot of it is based on what you do when it's not tax season. So let's talk about this. Let's talk about any tax efficient strategy that we can possibly conjure up here. And I, I want to get the guy that's listening every little tax tip that we can squeeze into the rest of this show. Yeah. And that's a great metaphor. And, and that absolutely goes with just retirement planning overall. You got to prepare before you're retired. 
that way you, you can uh, really get the benefits in retirement. Because you know, if you don't know about Roth IRAs and, and you don't know about you know certain universal life uh, insurance uh, uh, products out there that can potentially give you some tax-free income, these are the things that you need to to really know about. You know, you're not just going to fall into some tax-free income uh, when you're retired. You have to actually actively plan for that. And that's when we're, we're always talking about Roth IRAs because that is a huge tool that you can have and continue to stuff away money into a Roth IRA. That way you have tax-free income and tax-free growth throughout the rest of your life. Same thing with, uh, like, let's just say an index universal life policy where you can put monies in it. Uh, it still has a death benefit in the event, you know, obviously you pass away or maybe your spouse passes away, uh, but you can take tax-free loans off of those accounts. So you're setting those up. You're giving those years and years of growth. So then you can reap the rewards in retirement of that tax-free income. That's a great example of something that once you're retired and you're looking to where, hey, where, where can I draw sources of income? If you haven't been setting up that universal life insurance policy for years prior, you're not going to have that available as one of your options. Yeah, absolutely. And another thing, and we've talked about this in previous shows, but you know, looking at some form of uh, index universal life and that that actually have potential long-term care riders on them. So it just falls into another thing that we talk about on the show, planning for possible future medical events. And you can do that through uh, some form of a life insurance policy. So you got to set these things up, you know, prior to retirement. So don't just wait until you're a year out from retiring or you're a month out from retiring because then you, you, you hadn't planned yet. You don't have the time or the comfort of growth over the years so you can reap the rewards and retirement of these accounts. So just don't procrastinate with this stuff. Start looking at it now. Even if you're in your early to mid 50s, start looking at this stuff now so you have time and the power of growth, the power of compounding interest on these things so you can reap the rewards. Well, bringing up the Tax Cut and Jobs Act of 2017, you know, that lowered all of our tax rates and it's scheduled to expire at the end of next next year, so in 2 years. And so what we'll have here is this little 8-year window where your taxes went from high, high or high to low back to high. And if we've had three changes in eight years, how many changes are going to happen to the tax laws by the time the guy listening retires? Because it might be 10, 20, even 30 years from now. And how on earth do you plan knowing that the tax rules are going to change so much by the time you actually get to that retirement point? Yeah, there's no. I can't give anybody a guarantee of what taxes are going to look like in 20 years, but I can say with pretty, pretty close certainty, pretty confident that they're going to be different. They're going to look different. There's so many reasons why, and we're not going to get into every single reason why on this show, but they will look different. So you got to start looking at other accounts as well, like uh, HSAs, health savings accounts, a very good way to put in money into those accounts tax-free. So when you're using it for a qualified expense, medical expenses, you can withdraw that money tax-free. So that's a those are powerful accounts. And with most HSAs, you can invest those accounts as well. Meaning there's investments inside. So you're, even though you're, you're putting tax-free funds in there, they're not just sitting there not getting any growth. These are, these are accounts that you continue to grow over the years. And then, you know, if you want to wait until retirement to start pulling money off of those, you can really get a significant amount of money over, you know, 10, 15 years in these accounts. And trust me, health, 
uh, and, and uh, health insurance and health care. These are things that they're not getting any cheaper. Uh, they're getting more and more expensive. So that's one of the accounts you need to start putting monies into. Uh, that way, again, you could reap the rewards in retirement so you can pay for you know, whether it's uh, those prescription drugs or maybe you have a surgery and you can get to that tax-free money. So you're starting to make me feel a little guilty here because I don't have a universal life policy going that I could uh, convert to tax-free income. How hard is it for the, the guy who doesn't have a Roth started, a, a guy in my situation, to finally make that plunge? It's super easy. You simply, you can open up an account basically anywhere. I don't care where you want to go to whatever custodian, Fidelity, Charles Schwab, you name it. Uh, you can open up a Roth depending on how much money you make. If you're filing single or if you're filing uh, married, there's limits on there of, of how much you can actually put in. Now, you you mentioned it earlier, a backdoor Roth. That's one of the ways if you make too much to simply qualify of contributing to a Roth IRA. It's, it's a way you can legally still contribute to a Roth IRA. And if you don't know what that is, again, call, text, whatever you want to do, make an appointment. We can help you do these things. Yeah. When he says call, he means 248-988-9696. The website's MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. Uh, so look, the whole point of, of t having these tax discussions, because we have them over and over and over, is I, I have this fear that there is this base lowest level of taxes that I could get away with paying, but I'm going to miss something and I'm going to pay them extra. And it's totally unnecessary. You know what that feels like? That feels like I'm giving the IRS a tip. They've taken a third of my income, my entire adult life, and they've made me do all this work and all this paperwork. The last thing I want to do is give them one cent more than they deserve. And here's the thing. You use that a lot, the one third uh, of, you know, what you saved and, and all of that. And that's basically now. Who knows what's going to happen in the future? Are you going to give them 40 percent? You willing to give them 50 percent or are you willing to start planning for higher taxes in the future, getting taxes off the table now while they're on sale? That way you don't have to worry about giving up 30, 35, 40 percent of your hard earned money, all the money that you saved. So be proactive. Start doing these things now. We can help you do that. Give us a call, 248-988-9696. Make that appointment. Uh, we'll get you a book so you can get some, some solid takeaways from my book. And just quit procrastinating. I know everybody has something more important to do, but guess what? Your retirement is one of the most important things you can possibly plan for. So don't wait. Call come in. We want to see you here in person. All right. So what have I not thought of here? I, you know, I can only ask questions about things I know about, but you know more than me. What did I miss? What have I not thought of yet to lower taxes? Uh, well, we went over life insurance. We went over Roth IRAs. Uh, depending on if you own a business, you can look to do that. If you're somebody that, that uh, likes to donate to charity, maybe you donate on a regular basis to charity uh, you, you can, and depending on your age, uh, you can do a, either a donor advised fund. It doesn't matter your age on that. So you can get some monies in there and then you donate that in the future. Um, we talked about the HSAs already. That's a good way to, uh, to basically get money in a health savings account. So you can get that out in the future tax free. There's many different ways to get money into these tax free accounts. Um, so just start doing it now because if you wait, you, you don't have enough time. It, it, at some point, it's going to be too late for you. 
Well, when it comes to the actual filing of your taxes, in your observation, do most of your clients use a CPA or do they do it themselves in retirement? I really do have a combination because some folks, their taxes are pretty straightforward. They do the standard deduction uh, and they they might be in a place where um, they haven't uh, implemented enough of Roth conversions or they could be somebody that actually put a lot of money in, in Roths in the past. So they really don't have to worry about that. So if they're pretty straightforward, uh, they'll just do them themselves. But for those that are looking to, to potentially really maximize your Roth conversions and that, really trying to take a look at, can I itemize my taxes? Uh, then you need to sit down with with a CPA or a qualified tax professional and have them do it. It's it's worth it. It's worth you know. It's they're not necessarily charging you some astronomical amount of money here. Let let them show you their worth. Let them show you that they can save you tax money. And, and you know, paying for these services it's irrelevant when it comes to actually getting what you pay for. Well, I know everyone's situation is different. Every individual has their own set of variables and circumstances. But I can tell you from my personal experience, I used to do my taxes by myself and I tried to gauge my withholding so I would break even at the end of the year. I didn't want to owe any money and I didn't want them to take out more than they had and I would get a refund. But the first year that I, I got a CPA to do my taxes, all of a sudden I'm getting three grand back and I said, holy and he only charged me, I think it was 800 bucks. And I'm self-employed, so he had to do quarterly filings and all that. Changed my life. I'm never going back to doing my taxes myself. Never. Yeah, if you're somebody who's self-employed, I, I don't know how you do your taxes yourself. It, it could get really confusing. You're going to miss certain deductions on there. So if you're self-employed, I, I highly recommend that you go get a tax professional to look things over. Because I, I have similar experience to myself, so... Uh, my, my CPA definitely helped save me money. Well, I, I noticed you were reading between the lines. And I appreciate you being uh, polite about it. But yeah, absolutely. When I'm doing my taxes myself and then I turn over to CPA and I get a drastically different result, that's exactly what that means. I was missing some stuff. I was tipping the IRS. What about real active tactical investments of your monies? Not these set it and forget it sort of things. You know, we, we talked about robo-advisors and things like that on this show, but getting real tactical management. What happens if the stock market, you know, plummets? There's a lot of uncertainty going on. So, you know, if you have real tactical management on there that can save you on when things are just simply going bad, they have protections on them, you know, that that's well worth sitting down and have a conversation and, and allowing somebody to manage your portfolio for you. A lot of this information, a lot of good information is in his book as well. So 248-988-9696. You can text the word book to that and uh, we'll, we'll get it in your hands at no cost. Uh, coming up next, thinking about buying an RV in retirement, we've got some information that may change your mind or it may strengthen your current position. We'll see you next. I'm James Parker. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Reserve a complimentary copy of Sean Mueller's book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. Simply text the word book to 248-988-9696. That's book to 248-988-9696. Have you saved enough? What are you going to do with Social Security? What will your taxes look like in retirement? Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning believes retirement planning should be easy, and you should be able to get all the information you need in one place. 
That's why Sean and his team created the Retire Right Pack, a comprehensive resource for your retirement. In it, you'll find a copy of his book, Retire Right, Drown Out the Noise. This book will help guide you through retirement with insight on taxes, social security, income, and much more. To get your Retire Right pack, text Right to 248-988-9696. In addition to the book, you'll also receive updated resources on retirement's most common concerns. Get your Retire Right pack from Sean Mueller at Mueller Retirement Planning now by texting Right to 248-988-9696. That's Right to 248-988-9696. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Hi, this is Sean Mueller, founder and CEO of Mueller Retirement Planning, and I want to thank you for tuning in to today's program. I just want to let you know that you can now take RetireRight with you on the go. We are now listed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, whether you're driving, running errands, or working around your home, that's Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Thanks again. Now back to the show. It's like when people start exercising with the first of the year, they make it like the first week or two, and then uh, they basically give up. Yep, I'm one of those people. I'm a quitter. At least you know that about yourself. I do, I do. I'm a self-aware quitter. Welcome back to Retire Right with Sean Mueller and co-host James Parker. Hey there, welcome back. This is Retire Right with Sean Mueller. I'm your co-host, James Parker. We talk a, a lot about numbers and taxes, but this is this is going to be a little more fun question, and it's very subjective, so this is not so black and white, but that is whether or not you're going to buy an RV in retirement. There's people who buy an RV with the thought of, I'm just going to ditch my house, and I'm going to live this thing, and I'm going to live this sort of Spartan minimalist lifestyle and just travel the world and see all kinds of new things every day and you know, totally change their lifestyle. And then there's this other group of people who still want to maintain their house and their storage and all their stuff. And this is just kind of a side project to where, you know, when things get pretty miserable during the winter, you can go drive around the southern part of the country where things are a little more thawed out. But this is a great question for a financial advisor that's not just dollars and cents. Yay or nay, should you buy an RV? Now, Sean, do you have any RV experience thus far? I personally do not have RV experience. I, I, my buddy, uh, a couple of summers ago, uh, for every 4th of July, he goes to Port Hope here in Michigan. It's uh, in the Thumb. And uh, so the, he has two little kids, uh, basically my kid's age. So he rented an RV so they could experience you know, what that's like for the weekend. And they loved it. They had a place to sleep there. They had air conditioning, which was huge. But uh, me personally, I have not rented an RV, so I do not have any real personal experiences with an RV. Let's do the positive side here. When we're going through the pros and cons of buying an RV in retirement, let's start with the good side here. Yeah, so let's take a look at some of the pros. Basically, if you're one of the folks that are going to maybe sell your home for a certain period of time, um, it would overall lower your cost of living. Uh, so that's something to, to consider. You have less stuff. So, you know, depending if you get a storage unit or you just kind of just declutter your house and go to this RV, uh, no, that could be a positive because you can just get rid of all of the stuff maybe you saved in, in your house for the last 20 or 30 years. Maybe you can uh, travel around and visit long lost relatives or just relatives that live a few states away. And the, the a special pro on that is you, you don't, they don't have to stay at your house and you really don't have to sleep at their house. You can sleep in your RV. It gives you your space um, and you're still kind of knocking out 
really two birds with one stone in that sense. You're visiting family and you have your own space still. So, and another thing, obviously, is just being able to to go visit all of these different national parks and, and there's so many beautiful things to see and you can kind of just do it on your own time frame at that point. If you're retired, you're in your RV, you know, just cruising the United States, maybe going to Utah or Texas or California. I mean, that would be great. You go to places and drive down roads that, you know, most Americans don't have an opportunity to drive around. I like that point. And I like the point of, you know, the RV is for these rural adventures that you go on. You don't want to be driving an RV down midtown Manhattan. You don't want to be driving an RV when you're on the the Miracle Mile in Chicago. But an RV, when you're going out to see the Grand Tetons or Yosemite or Yellowstone, these outdoors people, people who think the the greatest way to self-actualization involves hiking, I think they're crazy. But I think if you're one of those people, maybe you should lean into an RV. I won't, but you would probably like it. Yeah, and sleeping in a tent, I mean, look, who cares about comfort as far as the tent and RV? I just, hey, look out for bears and other animals. I mean, you're helpless if they want to come into your little tent. So give me some some real walls here. Give me some protection. I'll take that RV over a tent. Okay, so let's go. We're making our little T-chart here. We did all the pros of buying an RV. Tell me about some of the cons that we haven't mentioned yet. Well, I think one of the biggest cons that stick out is they can be really expensive. Just make sure that it fits into your budget. They depreciate in value over time. Uh, repairs on them are going to be costly. Got to pay attention to fuel prices. Uh, I'm, last year, fuel was pretty high. It, it finally came down. But I mean, if you were traveling in the United States in an RV last year when, when prices were, were high, I mean, that's a lot of money in fuel. So uh, those are a few things to look out for. Um but we don't want to be pessimistic on this show necessarily. But hey, look, you just got to be aware of, of, of the costs and that that are going to come in to owning and operating an RV. And another one that stands out, can you or your spouse actually drive this RV? And depending on how big it is, you got to be careful. If you're going to a mountain area, I was just in Utah recently and we we're in a, a, a compact car driving through the mountains and it was terrifying i could only imagine taking an rv through those mountains i don't i don't know how we would have we would have made it i don't even know if we would have been able to make some of these turns it was so scary yeah that's another thing i'm worried about i'm, I'm a fairly mechanical guy uh i'm not a mechanical genius but i can fix a lot of stuff around the house i can work on a car but the rv it has all the problems of a car all the problems of a house and that just might be a little too much if something breaks down and I'm on the side of a mountain somewhere, I don't want to be trying to play super handyman when I don't have all my tools and stuff around me. I th- That really concerns me is the the breakdowns, the repairs. Yeah, I understand the, the cost of insurance on it. And are you going to be comfortable if you truly are downsizing your, you know, in your home? maybe you're coming from one of those tiny homes. I forget which show that's on, but those maybe that's what you're doing. You're, you're leaving your tiny home and you're going into RV. So it's not going to be that much of a downsize, but are you going to be comfortable downsizing? It's a very limited amount of space. You got to remember how much time you're going to be spending driving in there. Make sure the company you're driving that with can entertain you because you don't want to start bickering in there. That'd be miserable. All right. There is nothing about RVs in your book. And <laughs> there's not. Now, uh, maybe that's the next book. I, I talk all about RVs, or I have a, at least a chapter dedicated to an RV, but the only way I can write it is if I 
get an RV, rent an RV, and I spend at least a couple of weeks on it. And that's the only way I can write the chapter. All right. But pretty much everything else uh, financial, especially related to retirement, can be found in your book. Who needs to get their hands on this? Because you're giving out copies. Who needs the guy listening right now? How does he know if he needs to get in contact with you and get a copy in his hands? You know, truthfully, anybody can read this book. I mean, I, I would give it to a 16 year old to read this book. I would also give it to, you know, your, your 70, 75 year old to read it. You're going to get some positive information out of it. We're talking about Social Security, Medicare. Uh, we're talking about Roth IRAs, life insurance, just general investment ad- advice, um, the importance of putting a plan together, uh, estate planning. We're talking about all these things. So you can be a, a, a younger person that can get some ideas of, you know, how do I start investing? And you could be a more sophisticated investor that you're still going to get some positive information from it. All right. That's Sean Mueller, Mueller Retirement Planning. Again, if you want a free copy of that book, text the word book. 248-988-9696. If you prefer a voice call, you just have a question, you want to set up an appointment, it's the same phone number, 248-988-9696. Website, MuellerRetirementPlanning.com. On the website, there's an events tab. Come check out the events. He's got some coming up this month and next month. I'm James Parker. This has been Retire Right with Sean Mueller. Please remember that converting an employer plan account to a Roth IRA is a taxable event. Increased taxable income from the Roth IRA conversion may have several consequences, including, but not limited to, a need for additional tax withholding or estimated tax payments, the loss of certain tax deductions and credits, and higher taxes on Social Security benefits and higher Medicare premiums. Be sure to consult with a qualified tax advisor before making any decisions regarding your IRA. Retire Right is the name of our radio show. It is used solely for marketing purposes and should not be seen as a promise or guarantee of investment results or preservation of principal. Investment advisory products and services made available through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Insurance products are offered through the insurance business, Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. Mueller Retirement Planning is also an investment advisory practice that offers products and services through AE Wealth Management, LLC, a registered investment advisor. AWM does not offer insurance products. The insurance products offered by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. are not subject to investment advisor requirements. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to protection, safety, or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investments. Insurance guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying abilities of the issuing carrier. This radio show is intended for informational purposes only. It is not intended to be used as a sole basis for financial decisions, nor should it be construed as advice designed to meet the particular needs of an individual's situation. Mueller Retirement Planning is not permitted to offer, and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. Our firm is not affiliated with or endorsed by the U.S. government or any governmental agency. The information and opinions contained herein provided by third parties have been obtained from sources believed to be reliable. But accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed by Mueller Retirement Planning, Inc. This radio show is a paid placement.